interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Uh, mic check, mic check. One, two. You know the show started, right? What up? <laughs> <laughs> Just got some mic check. You know we have this show it. we do every Monday. You know, you may want to show up for work. I was like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <yeah." laughs> you said mic check. I'm like, yeah. Like, what up, though? What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? You guys have tuned into Simply Sports with your girl, Simply Bree. And up here, I got one mic. And over there. RG, RG in the place to be. RG, listen. Exciting, yo. That that out of bounds. Please <laughs> talk about out of bounds because I don't know how I got the most flags on that shot. It's, 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 it's set up for you. That's right. <laughs> you can use your web browser and scare everyone to death, and it's all good because it's out of bounds. Listen, I'm just you know, saying, I like to know stuff. You got to research things. Everything, yeah. but so would you say like if somebody got your web browser history, they would know a lot about Bree? No, okay. they know a lot about my interests and okay. something. That's but the, isn't that really knowing somebody though? No. If you know their interests, Mike. I don't want to talk about this right now. Okay, all right. We'll, okay. okay, we'll get back to that on out of bounds. Make sure y'all tune <laughs> in. <laughs> Before the show on Monday, we do Out of Bounds. And, um, yeah, we talk about everything we don't talk about on the show, which is not much because we pretty much push the envelope. We just push the envelope. (laughs) On a regular basis, so, yeah. Yeah, you guys did that. You guys. That that was you. How? And your gang of friends. That's right. (laughs) Wait, Green and Company. I know. Green should stand up for what she believes in, I tell you. Put your foot down. Wait, I got <laughs> Shut up. You know, you know, ooh, I was going to say something. I was going to say, say something, go but ahead, I don't know say you're it. watching. No. Go ahead, nope. say it. No, nope. nope. I ain't saying nothing. No, no. Wait, you know what, man? Anyway, I mean, so, my, how was your weekend? <laughs> oh, man, my weekend was excellent. I uh, definitely, uh, I got some work done with RG. Um, yes, yes. You know, got a YouTube page up for, uh, but Aya is called I Am Me. Make sure y'all tune into that every week. Yes. Episode so, one is posted this week. Please check it out. Episode two will be on there Friday. We got a premiere, so I'll definitely be tagging you guys in that as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, huge shout out to Precious and Aya. What up, y'all? Hey! <laughs> and, fam, uh, fam. Yeah, man, that's pretty much all. You, y'all saw the post, you know what I'm saying? Mike dug in his bag, his old bag, and showed y'all the, uh, the poetry. What's That's up, Kim? Right. What up, Kim? Yes. Shout out to poetry. Um, some some opportunities have been opened up to me, so I'm gonna go down that road again. I'm gonna be performing real soon, real soon. So return to the Mac. Now, how That's long fun. have you been out of it so far? I haven't performed. Well, I won't count that. I haven't performed really since like 2014, 15, maybe. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm glad to see you back, man. Yeah, I always kept myself in a loop, and you know, I'll go visit different spots and things of that nature, but. Uh, as far as grabbing a mic or getting on stage or anything like that, I wasn't doing that. Grab he's, like, he's being modest because but when I, I go out with him, it's like walking around with Master P because they're like, it's Mike, he's back. Like, yo, <laughs> it's, 
It's not like um, walking around with Mike Johnson when it's it, in the poetry It's season. Mike it's Johnson. It, it, it's um. I'll send you the link though, Eric. It's Mike Johnson. It's gonna be super hard to uh to find me on Facebook. So I'll uh. Oh, because your name is common. It's so common. I have so many issues with that. But we'll talk about that off the show. <laughs> with my common name. Okay, Mike Lowry. Okay. Um, anything else happened for you? No, 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 you okay? Oh, 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 man, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm in a great mood. You really are, yes, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm glowing, you know. It's been an amazing weekend of as far as sports betting goes. Okay, just leave it at that. I I, I did excellent. I I mean, I caught I caught RG right away, let him know. Hey, Joanne, hey. Called RG, let him know, like, hey man, you can take the wellness cap off of me. You know, that's you right. Have to, uh, check on me. I'm okay. I told you we we're gonna do that next week. If he ain't doing well, I'm gonna do a wellness check. My hottest shoelaces in his belt. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's right. But I, I was definitely good. So, yeah, great weekend. Great weekend. Excellent oh, weekend. Man, I can't say it enough. It was, it was, it was great. Still waiting for that book, Mike. Ah, oh, yeah, put yeah. you on the spot. Thanks, thanks. I, I, it's, I'm working on it. it. It's coming. It's coming. Okay. His daughter even called him out in the video. She definitely, man. She calls me out all the time. On oh, episode two, which previews this Friday, she's like, "The book is never coming out. It's taking forever." Funny. So. Wow. Yeah, yeah definitely have, check out episode two. It's hilarious. I have a couple books that I'm in the, in the process of working on. One is my poetry book, and another one is um, the adventures. It's, it's basically a story for Aya. It's gonna. It's like a comic book that we're working on. So, yeah, pretty good. Okay. Hmm. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad to see you in better spirits because I was concerned last week. Because yeah, I was concerned too. I was very concerned. Yeah. So glad you're doing better, Thank RG. You. What about you? How was your weekend, sir? Um, went very well, thank you. Um, highlighted my weekend was um uh, working with Mike on Saturday. You know, a lot of drinks flowing, a lot of work <laughs> actually got done for a change. So usually when we go working, it's usually we drink more than we actually work. But this weekend we did both. We drank a lot and got a lot of work done. So it was awesome. Um, I've been keeping it in the tuck because I haven't got my watch yet. But I have a new watch watch sponsor for um Forty Steel Gaming called Pierre Arden. Okay. Um, I have a code that's going to come out, and you'll be able to use my code and get thirty percent off. It's a luxury watch made for France, and it looks right. pretty dope. So as soon as I see my watch, I can like stunt it and make sure everything else is uh going well. No, and other no. than that, Sunday watch a lot of football, chilled out with the misses, and um yeah, things are good. Mm, okay. Right. What about you, Bree? Um, let me see. Was I? Uh, let me see. Was you I Huh? I said, was you on location doing any kind of research? Mm-hmm. Um, not this weekend. No, no, I took a break. Um, past couple of encounters are just ridiculous. So, um, no, I, 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 I actually, I'm lying. Saturday night, I was watching some some of the games. I think it was um, who the hell was it playing? I don't, I don't remember. College. I think it was college ball. Yeah, but. Anyways, other than that, I mean, my weekend was awesome. Um, I got out. I got to network. I got to meet some great people. And um, I met someone. I met a guy from Detroit, actually. Mm. Another Detroit guy. Okay. Uh, Goes to show me a lot of Detroit people are weird. Um, (laughs) Yes, we are. But, you know. 
God love you guys. Yes, um, thank you. Other than that, did I? I didn't. I wish you guys could see your engineer right now, because say just like that. No, 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 no. Stay. Put it back. Put, <laughs> I wish I shouldn't have said nothing. I should have just showed you guys, because he was. I don't know what he had going on just now. Um, but no, I had I had an opportunity to meet with some great people on Sunday, um, in which two of them are going to be on tonight. Okay. Uh, yes. So they're going to join us in talking sports, and then of course. Um, you know, one of them put me on to another coach that's going to join us and I'm just, I'm just waiting. So they'll be coming in around 830 to talk sports and chop it up with you guys. And I even mentioned to two of them, Mike-isms. I said, hey, if you can create a Mike-ism, he is going to absolutely love you. So there We're going to see how that goes. So, you know, other than that, that was my weekend. I just relaxed. I didn't even really get into nothing. There's nothing really to do out here. Well, um, changing. Well, it's changing. Yeah, it's getting like cold. It. Okay, like, okay. So it's the same thing down there, down south. Yeah, but I'm like. You see what I got on? But it was weird because, like, it was cold this morning. I put on some boots. But then I come outside this afternoon and it's like damn near 82. 80 so I'm like, yeah. I had a sweater on and everything. Like, it was yeah. weird. It you was need, very weird. You need like some shorts, a tank top, and some Timbo's. Then you would fit right in. <laughs> that New York thing, right? <laughs> no, they, yes. wear, they wear like a, a first down. They wear. I don't know. Timbo's all year round. That's like flip flops for them. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Have you ever seen somebody with skinny calves and Tim's? I haven't. That's probably why I don't wear tennis. You know what? I did it. I did it. Happy as hell. Like, yeah. I'm just saying. So, I'm not ready for that kind of work yet. No, that's too much commitment right there. Yeah. So, um, but that's all I have. So, do you guys want to get into your. All right. Let's, what are we starting with first? NFL, I believe. Yeah, let's we'll start with the NFL. Mm. Yeah, this is so professional. It's like, yeah, so, so, good. like so good, newsworthy. Look at us. So, yes. aren't you gonna love this one? We're gonna start with the LA Rams against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Mm. The Rams get the win 34 to 24 and continue to be undefeated. Tampa Bay Bucks go to two and one. What's your takeaway from this one? I have to once again apologize to Matt Stafford. He played real football and I continue to be amazed. Um, I think you're looking at uh, the conference final right now. That's pretty much where I had them. I didn't expect it to go so well, so fast, you know, and there's so many people that I got to, um, that I'm looking forward to seeing. Hopefully we make it to the, uh, I said we, cause you know, I've been on you're, the Matt Stafford. He's a, yeah, he's, he's on the Matt Stafford train. He ain't a new guy. He's been on there since day one. Thank you. So Bree looked like she was about to say, wait a minute, Mike. But no, it's, it's no, team. it's me. I'm the one that always dunks on Matt Stafford. It, yes. Actually, he's been he's been a day one survivor. That's good. So when he does horribly, then I, you. I've been defending him since he's been doing horribly, though. That's okay. the thing. Okay. I just want to make sure because you know some people jump the bandwagon. So yes, no, only bandwagon I jumped off of was the Lions, but we'll get to that later. Do they even um, have a bandwagon? Sorry, go ahead. You know what? I don't even know what to call it. I don't. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. The Packers and the 49ers battled it out, and what seemed to start out as a easy win for the Packers turned into some uh, come-from-behind Aaron Rodgers magic. Did y'all catch that game? 
Any yeah, I did actually. I was like, okay, I was kind of watching WWE and that at the same time. So okay. yeah, it was a compelling game. I couldn't it turn was. off neither one. Packers um, took the win, thirty to twenty-eight. Um, it was like a thirty-seven. What was it? Thirty-seven second drive by Aaron Rodgers, Show which like is that. always too much time because Roger only needs about thirty seconds to beat you. I think he need fifteen. No, I don't know. I I didn't catch the end of it. I actually fell asleep. Same to say. But uh, it was a it was a really good game though. Um, when I woke up and saw the the highlights and things of that nature, so I was impressed. So would you better have been just as happy about the game if it didn't go with your bet? Probably. I didn't bet on that one. Oh wow, you actually got to watch it as a fan. Good job. Yeah, yeah, I didn't bet on that one. Um, I didn't know which way to go. I really didn't. Right. So I, I left that one alone. Um, so wait, let me ask you this. So. Unless you're betting on the game, that's the only time that you watch a certain certain team play, or that's not for, the case? For the most part, yeah. Um, unless I'm really interested. Like, I was really interested to see what Green Bay was going to look like. They, you know, they got blown out by um, New Orleans in week one, and that scared me because it was like, dang, do Aaron Rodgers really want to be here? And then they beat the Lions the next week. That doesn't tell me much of anything. And okay. then this week they played a, a content, you know, they played the 49ers, which was a, you know, a really good game. So um, I didn't know which way to go. But for the most part, yeah, if I gamble on it, I'll watch it. Let, I'm going to tell you all something. I, I told RG this earlier. I took uh, Georgia to beat uh, whoever it was they were playing. The spread was 56 points it was at the time that I took it. 56 oh. points. And they won by 62. So that was a cleanup. But I didn't think – I didn't know if it was going to happen. Oh, that was the Falcons and Giants. Not that no, one. No, Not that one? The college. It was a college oh, game. Okay. It was a college game. I didn't bet on – yeah, I did bet on that one. I lost that one. I took the I took the Giants. Really? Yeah, I took the Giants. So I was on the phone with my homeboy in Connecticut, and he's a Giants fan. And even though I don't really route, you know, root for the Falcons like that, mm-hmm. I think by default, because I'm here – Mm-hmm. I have to. So I was like, I was at the peak of my trash talk. Like I told him that his giant's um, blanket was made out of recyclable fabric. And I mean, Damn. I, I was going in. I was so proud of myself. And then I'm like saying to myself, but you can't name that one player on the Falcons. But, <laughs> okay, but that don't matter, though. They won. That's all that matters. They yeah, won. So they won. And Google is your friend as always. So you're yes, going to be good. I'm trash talk tonight. Okay, you can. Very good, very good. Um, the Chargers beat the Kansas City Chiefs thirty to twenty-four. This is the second game in a row that the Chiefs have dropped. Are the Chiefs in trouble? Nah, they're not really in trouble. Um, I feel like people catch on to you. Remember, they've mm-hmm. had like literally two and a half years of dominance, so they're just gonna have to switch it up. You know, get a couple, couple good um trades, and they'll be back in it. I don't, yeah. I don't see them not making the playoffs. They haven't run at it. That defense is atrocious. Right now, yeah, but it's, it's early. early. Same, same thing with uh Tampa Bay, second, you know, their uh secondary, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's still early. We're only game three in, so yeah, I, yeah, I can. I we can talking game that. eight, game 10, yeah, then we can like you know pull out the the panic button, hit the panic button, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um, panic button. Also, praise up for coach Andy Reid, who was taken to the hospital after the game. I, I didn't really get the story on what happened. I just know that he was feeling ill. They took him away on a, um, in an ambulance, and uh, a couple of the players put out tweets saying uh, mm. praise up for the coach. So 
Yeah, yeah. They don't really talk about too much about his personal health, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully, um, he can come back and be strong. Prayers up. Um, you know, he's a good dude. You know what I mean? I I feel like I've you know I've read a lot about the dude, and he's yeah. he's not one of them coaches where you don't you don't like him. Oh. I mean, he's a likable dude. So yeah, prayers up like him. A player's coach. Mm-hmm. Um, to my Pittsburgh Steelers fam, is it time to panic? Ooh. I mean, Ben is not looking good right now, the Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh was beat pretty bad yesterday. The Cincinnati Bengals won this one 24-10. The Steelers take on the Packers next week. So, Yikes. Yeah, we might – yeah, it might be time for Big Ben. Um, I won't say bench him, but I would just say if there was a wood bench next to him, you may want to tell him to figure out how, <laughs> how does it feel. Mm. Um, I'm shocked that they didn't draft the quarterback. Or, well, because he's been somewhat reliable, but his offense looks dreadful. I don't know whether it's coaching or he's just not good at football anymore. He's I'm becoming, not sure. He's becoming injury prone too, though. Yeah, that's true. You know. Um, also, this I'm, I'm gonna let you do the um, <laughs> the lion thing. Oh, oh when, when you get to <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. You got it. Okay, bet. Yeah. Um, also, Josh Gordon is expected to be reinstated by the NFL and plans to sign with the Kansas City Chiefs. Which, by the way, that, that goes to show you how really good Josh Gordon is. No matter how many times he gets kicked from the league, he's good enough to be back. And I just hope this time it works out for him where he can have the Hall of Fame career he deserves to have. That guy is a beast. It's like I'm worried about, like, how good he is, really. Just on the strength of how many times you can, you know, like, he's missed seasons. So his legs are fresh. I get that. Well, you know, well, see – only thing I'm happy about is not vilify him for having the challenges he had. Because for many years, we watched some of our athletic heroes deal with substance abuse and get vilified. And then they don't become, they become like the villain, not the victim. So at least there's a level of understanding of what this guy can bring to the field and that he still has value to the league. Yeah, so to it's a big change in the way they do business, which is awesome. Looking forward to see what what he can what he can do with the uh, high powered offense that he's going to be a part of, and he don't have to go back to a bunch of scrubs too. That's what That's I'm so saying. Good. Like you know, it could have been bad. He could have you know been signed with the Lions because Josh Gordon he's played with a lot of scrubs. That would have probably turned me to drugs too because I had to keep playing with those bunch of losers. I probably oh turned drugs too. So at least he get to go on a winning team though. Yeah, yeah I said it. I mean, I it was it. just we. It was the weed. Is right. that really a drug, though? I mean, that's what. The, well, you know, it was a banned substance in the NFL at the time. Right. I don't know. Um, I don't know the extreme. You know where the um, testing is now, but yeah, he's back. Does but, it? Okay, hold on. I just got one more question. You know, I right, have questions, but <clears throat> can weed really improve your performance like that? No, it's actually more for healing. If anything, it helps to like you know reduce the swelling and inflammation, Why? and it's safer than opioids. So everybody here out here popping bikes and all that nonsense, you're killing yourself. Actually, smoking a blunt or taking the edible is actually more safer than actually taking Vicodin and all the other bullshit that they make you take. That's you might not you might not be able to run that fast, but you know, actually, you probably run into a refrigerator. You probably run a four flat, running for some Tito's. You never know. Yeah, the munchies is real. Okay. Yes. So you know how we no sell nonsense. That's so good. We just all know so that. I mean, that's that's what it is. Yes, like, it's safer. It's safer. Yes. At I least the, the real, the real natural stuff is that stuff that they sell in those little gas stations and stuff. I don't really know about that. 
Not the, not the. All the losers on the Lions team are drug addicts. Maybe. Maybe. That, would be a great, that, that would be a good excuse. You know, you know, that would be, that would be, at least you can explain yourself. But you guys said that they probably get paid to lose. Yeah, I'm I'm a firm believer in that. I think it's a tax write-off. Yeah. Our tax write-off. They don't try as hard. So yeah. And we still go, well, not me anymore, but people still go to the games and pay full price. Pay full price. But you know what what else is a trap too? Because I would go to a Lions game to see Matt Stafford play against the Lions and torch them. I would pay for that. I would pay for I would have loved to go to the Ravens game. I mean, you know, the Lions playing the Ravens yesterday. Mm-hmm. I would have loved that one too. Um, so yeah, I, I was still, it's not technically to go see the lions. It's just, you know, watch them get ran pretty much. Oh, okay. And tonight's Monday night matchup is the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Dallas Cowboys. Who we rolling with? Cowboys. I'm going to say the Eagles. Okay. I'm going with the Cowboys too. I'm going to write that down. You got the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with Cowboys. All right. So that's pretty much what I have for the um, NFL. We'll go to college football real quick. Unless, uh, well, I let uh, RG handle the uh, the NBA. Yes. And then from that point on, um, Notre Dame beat up on Wisconsin on the Wisconsin Bad- Badgers, forty-one to thirteen. Not a great showing by the Badgers. Mm-mm. Did anybody catch that game? I-, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't well, put no money on that. One. Yeah, I just kind of glanced, but I'm not a big game. I'm not a big like fan of Notre Dame football because I'm not a big fan of the coach, but he is the most winningest coach in Notre Dame history. So gotta give him credit for that. Did you okay. say winningest? Yeah, winningest. Yeah, I'm making up my own words. I thought That's I heard that. I just wasn't sure. Okay. That's right. Winningness. Winningness is a word, ain't it? I don't no, know. Mike, it's not. Winningness. Winningness. Mike. 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 You you I think you should Google that. I'm gonna Google that. <laughs> All right. We'll come back to it. Well, what if the Lions Field is built on I what did I just tell? Uh, when I called you, our say, homie, our homie Eric asked the same question. He said, "What if the Lions' um, um, stadium is built on the ancient um, Indian <laughs> burial ground?" Yes, he also said that too. I said they must have dug up something. This is a word. Yes, I, I thought it was. I, I've heard too many people use it. That's all. Okay. It don't sound right. It really don't. Winningness. Yeah, that's right. You know another word that don't sound right, but it's a word. Erish never sounds like a great word, but it's a real word. Erish? Erish. What does it mean? I forgot. But anyway. Okay. I'm going to Google that one. Erish. I'm going to go through these rather quick. Texas massacres. Texas Tech, 70 to 35. Talk about a double up. Uh, LSU gets by Mississippi State, 28 to 25. Mm -hmm. Michigan beats Rutgers, 20 to 13. Which really wasn't that close, by the way. And yeah, Michigan no. fell apart in the third quarter, but actually they was beating them down. It was, oof. It was crazy because the point spread was like 20 points. Yeah. 20.5 to be exact. Um, and Michigan State beats Nebraska in overtime 23 to 20. So they got out of there with a win. Shout out to Michigan State. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Aren't they undefeated still, I believe? 4 0? Yes, they are. They are. Dope. And so, Dope. so Dope. is uh, Michigan. Yeah. Michigan so. showing showing it doing their business. That's good stuff. So when they when they meet up, it's, it's it might be a meaningful game, a super meaningful game. Mm-hmm. It's coming. All right, so we're gonna take it to the NBA. All righty. Yes, I it's like so how good. you just wait and just 
That's right. Man, you do it so well. I'm gonna keep it simple because this is a whole other show within itself. Uh, several NBA players will not be able to play home games in their town because they choose not to get the jab in their arm. That is a whole other show. I don't want to get too far into it, but I feel like there's some nonsense afoot, and we'll leave that right there. All right. Um, hey. Um, can we pull up the um, UFC? Because I also want to do a boxing. So, but I think you got the UFC. Also, oh, right? yeah, I have the boxing. Uh, Mike has the UFC. Mike, huh? What's, no, what happened I, with? No, Mike I, has the yeah, UFC. yeah. I'll got do it. the boxing. Okay, and I'll give okay. Mike enough time to do the UFC. Okay, okay. We ready? You gonna Mike. do the boxing? I thought you was gonna do the boxing. Okay, go ahead and cover boxing first. He's preparing for UFC, RG. Oh, okay. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> I usually, I'm the UFC guy, but okay. Anyway, yeah, you he's the go. UFC and the wrestling guy. I, I, I did all the, the top stuff. Okay. We saw this combobulated right now. But... Right, like, uh, have you guys been smoking weed? No. No, just water. Yeah. Oh, sure. Just yeah. a little bit of fire water. I mean, water. Fire water. Okay. Okay, go ahead with the, uh, let's do the UFC. Let's start with UFC. All right. UFC 265 happened on this past Saturday at T-Mobile Stadium in Las Vegas. Alexander Volkanovski defeated Brian Ortega to retain his featherweight title. Mm-hmm. That was a great fight until it wasn't. Brian Ortega had the greatest idea until he got on the ground and got punched in the face multiple times, <laughs> and it was a wrap. But it was a great fight up until then. That and, goes with the everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Now, let me tell you, though. It was actually live because um, Ortega got into the ground, got to a chokehold, almost had him out, and guy was like, I'm still a champ. He broke out of the chokehold, rolled him over, and punched him till there was no punching to be done anymore. Wow. You told that story. Excellent, sir. Yes. I and, like I was there. Yeah. Yes. I try. And <laughs> Ruthless Robert Lawler gets his win back. He defeats Nate Diaz by a third-round knockout. Left him out. sitting there thinking about where his life had been. Yep. Should I have even came back? Should I have made yes. a return? <sighs> but I need this money. Yes, yes, yes. But it did last third round. Shout out to Nate Diaz, because yeah, if you haven't been in the action sports in almost 10 years, you come back and still go third round with someone who's been actively fighting since then, you still go third round. That shows how well you are as a fighter. So how long has that beef been going on? Ooh, that beef has been going on since um Nick won the first one almost 10 years ago. Back exactly. In That's I just wanted you to point that out. Yeah, yeah. So he been the trash talk has been real for a long time. So that L was already signed, sealed, and delivered. It so. was cooking. Mm. <laughs> but there was a big shot of show respect. Even after Nate got his ass whooped, um Robbie went over there and congratulated him, showed him some love. So it wasn't like he spit on him or did a you know talk so. some trash after it. You know, he actually showed him some love and respect. Uh, so. He didn't yeah. jump over the gate and beat up his Entourage or anything? No, like no, 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 no. He did not do a Khabib and beat up the whole family <laughs> and friends. No Khabib, just not. You can no get Khabib. the family and friends playing. <laughs> These hands is on layaway. <laughs> I can't watch my. Proceed. So, um, we doing boxing or no? Yeah. Oh, yes, no. Bree, you got boxing. I don't have boxing. I have oh. one. Okay, so I just yeah, have, just go yeah, just go. Into I just it. have one um thing that I seen on Instagram and it was posted 
a couple hours ago where Tyron Woodley actually got that tattoo that says, I love Jake Paul. Yeah, right um, middle finger. The in, yeah, the interesting part was that it was on the middle finger. <laughs> That's so good. He got it. He said yeah. he was going to get it. Um, so are they going to fight? You know what I'm saying? That's what we got to find out next. Like, Because that was the stipulation. You get the tattoo, let's talk about a fight, right? Right. I feel like at this point now it's time to just watch Jake Paul's postings on social media because he's going to hint somewhere around whether or not he's going to get from a fight. That's how I feel. Well, it's a money grab. So it's all good, you know. Yeah, it's a money grab. Everybody's gonna get paid some way. Some oh way. yeah, yeah. And that's that's the whole idea. I give credit Jake Paul a lot of credit for just being able to find a way to market himself in a sport where I won't say he don't belong. He's just not skilled at, but find a way to get the bag for everybody. So because a lot of these dudes are making more money doing these little side fights than they did in their whole career. So shout out for him figuring out how to get everybody paid. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, did um anybody realize that Anthony Joshua got the brakes beat off him this weekend and lost all three belts? Damn. Yeah, yeah he got his yeah. I didn't put no money on that one. I didn't even know the fight was on. <laughs> so- I seen highlights and I was like, oh, my man shared that whole can of whoop ass with him. Ooh, was- so <laughs> if you get a chance and once he asked you a Joshua get 12 rounds of just man. whoop ass. On tap, yeah. Go check that out this weekend. <laughs> on tap, yeah. Okay. It was on tap. Okay, okay. Um, what um, a little bit of WWE news, and then we can get on to our family and friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, take a break. They're here. Yeah. We'll do it. Get, just do it after break, though. Okay. Hey, I want to introduce you to something new. A new social media app for black and brown people of color as well as non-black people who love and support the black community. The Melanin People's app is designed for individuals, entrepreneurs, and organizations can promote their brands to the community. This app was designed to promote the culture, our hard work, our resilience, our legacy, our brands, our products, our services, our organizations, our businesses. You can tell stories of your favorite places in Africa, South Africa, West Africa, East Africa, Asia, West Indies, and the Caribbean. This is how it works. Step one. Create your profile, personal or business. Step two, complete your profile. Step three, create your first post. Step four, click explore and find new people to follow. Step five, have a product, service, skill and talent you want people to find. Upload images and videos to your profile. For product, add your sales price, a backlink to your website, sales page or online business destination. Enjoy your new community, melanin people, connecting people of color. All right. All right. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Okay, let's do a little WWE and then we can get on to our guests because I know we got a lot of fam to talk to today. Yes. All right. So for you WWE guys, Extreme Rules last night. Um, the tag team champions, the Usos, defeated the Street Propers to retain their tag team titles. Bianca Belair um, and Becky Lynch ended up with a disqualification. Sasha Banks came back and beat up everybody. Oh, man. During the match, she just came out. <laughs> Looking fly like always and put hands on everybody, which ended up in the DQ. Um, Universal champion Roman Reigns retained his title against Finn Balor. Finn Balor had him on ropes. He jumped up on the top ropes to do a dive, and the ropes broke on him. 
he fell and then got speared, and that was a wrap. Wow. Yeah, no, it was pretty, pretty awesome. And um, Big E, our WWE champion, will defend his title against Bobby Lashley tonight on Monday Night Raw. And that does it for our wrestling. But I do have one rest in peace. Okay. Rest in peace to Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions are the oh. only team that can lose from a missed referee call and historical field goal try with 30 seconds left in the game. May their season rest in peace. <laughs> Hey, and that is the news. I'm happy for that, though. I know. Your your wallet is probably doing the electric slide right now. <laughs> on top of that, you know, I took that one bet where the Lions can't win four games and I get paid. Wow. They, can only, win, on they can only win four. They can't go over four. Dude, I don't think they're going to get two four. I, I'm totally off. I was thinking seven and nine, but damn. Yeah, they might get three. I see a couple wins, maybe. Because, like, they, they, they're not playing, you know, Horrible football. They're in these games, but they're the Lions. So hey, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. All right. Yeah. Well, what let's we go ahead and uh, bring up our guest first. We're going to bring up um, our coach, Coach Lundy, uh, who is a great friend of mine. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. How's everybody doing, guys? How y'all doing? Awesome. awesome. Next, we are going to bring up another lovely coach, Coach Donna. Ah, oh, you gotta unmute yourself. Hey, how y'all doing? Hi. How is everyone doing? Awesome. Good. We're good. And then, last but not least, we okay. have. I'm gonna let her tell you what all she do, Miss <laughs> Brittany. Miss Brittany, what's going on, Miss Brittany? Ms. Hello, Brittany, hello. How y'all doing? I do a little bit of everything. I got a uh, new brand, best made brands with the custom clothing, logos and stuff. I do a little bit of trading, drop shipping. Um, <laughs> you name it, I do it. MMA. M- yeah, MMA. Oh, she I got the pants too? Oh, <laughs> I don't know karate, but I got Carissa. You better ask somebody. Hey, yes. I know some of that. I know some of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. that very fluently. Yes. <laughs> So thank you guys for joining us this evening. Um, of course, um, Brittany was also a player for Coach Lundy. So okay. if I'm not mistaken, Brittany, you said that Coach Lundy actually benched you. Yes. Mm. Yes, he did. For good reasons. But yes. yes. yes Your coach did. can fight. I'm sitting down. Like, you got it. You got it. <laughs> right? So tonight's topic um, is... Benching a player is a smart move from the coach. Do you agree? Do you disagree? We'll start. Oh, we'll start with um, Coach Lundy first. Uh, what do you think? Do you think benching a player is a good move? Yeah, it all depends uh, on what's going on at that point in time in the game. Okay. Uh, if you if you're given a strategy of exit, you know, and making sure that they understand what's going on on the floor. Uh, you know, you're making sure that everything goes as planned. Now, of course, you can have some, uh, you know, some things that goes and it just happens organically. But if you're giving specific instructions and they're not following and it's going against what the team is flowing with, then, Mm -hmm. yeah, you got to you got to definitely take that person out and talk to them and let them know that, hey, you know, I need you. I need you focused. I need you out there, you know, executing along with the team. Okay. Right here next to me, real quick. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there. (laughs) So, 
what type of what type of how can I put this? How does it affect you? What type of effect does benching a player actually have on a player as well as a coach? Because as a coach, if it's one of your top players, it's probably going to hurt you a little bit to, to take them off the court. But also as a player, if you've been doing this for a while and let's say you just get hot-headed or something, and they take you out to prevent you from falling out, how does that make you feel? So we'll start with Coach Lundy first, and then we'll go to Brittany. Well, you know, um, it just depends on the flow of the game. Like, when, mm -hmm. when a coach is coaching, man, we're locked in, you know, and we have a lot that's going on. I mean, everything. I'm talking about you're making sure that the guys are, are getting back on D. They're making sure that people are in the right positions. But you're also communicating with your assistant coaches. You're seeing who got files, how many files they got, who can mm -hmm. I use in this position, what can I go to, to to change the flow of the game. And you know, when a player is not really doing that, you know, you you when you pull him out, of course, especially if he's a star player. I mean, I can give you tons of examples, but you know, with Brittany Brand on right here, as we segue into her, I'm gonna make sure. <laughs> that I, I keep it on her tonight and just let her, you know, and just kind of give you what's been going on with her and then she can finish it out. <laughs> so, you know, I was at, you know, Chattahoochee Tech. So shout out to uh, Chattahoochee Technical College. Yeah. You know, I was there for over uh, six seasons, you know, okay. with the men's, you know, side and the women's side as well. And uh, wore many hats at that school. And also I was at Life University, which is my alma mater right here in Marietta, Georgia. So, you know, mm -hmm. shout out to those guys in that school as well, man. I really appreciate them. But uh, being a coach, it's it's it can be nerve wracking. It can be, you know, headaches, but you're excited about what what you plan for. Mm -hmm. So Brittany was playing for me. And, uh, you know, one of my toughest players, man, when I tell you tough as nail. So it's not surprising that she went into MMA. You know, <laughs> she, she got into some scuffles on the on the floor as well. Okay. You know, but it was all in good, you know, backing up your teammates. That's what you do. Yeah. And uh, she was that enforcer, you know, okay. and I appreciated that. But I started noting some limping going on with her. And, uh, you know, as an athlete, you know how sometimes you play through injuries. You play yeah. through, you know, you play through those things. But, you know, during timeouts, you know, she wasn't really focused in the game, man. She was kind of like leaning and tending to her knee. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay. Hey, you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And being Brittany, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, as she started and she started limping a lot more and more, I had to pull her. And after the game, I had her, you know, examined and come to find out she needed surgery. So I had to bench her, Wow. you know, and she didn't like that at all, but she knew that I was worried about her future or else yeah. than that game, you yeah. know, and uh, it worked out, but she didn't like it at the time. So you know, but she understood that it was the best move for her. Okay. And, uh, you know, that was that was the best, you know, possible choice that I had to make. Yeah. Mm. Brittany, how did that make you feel? It sucked. Especially I was <laughs> it sucked. It really did. Like, it, it was horrible. And okay. the crazy thing is I ended up hurting myself in middle school. And I played on the tour ACL all the way up until to college. And it just caught up to me in college mm. so i had to turn acl yeah i, I had to turn acl and my mom she was in the medical field so i was getting good care at home <laughs> mm -hmm. i was doing all type of self-care and stuff to stay on the floor and um when i was in college my mcl ended up going mm -hmm. oh. 
I didn't tell coach I got hurt. <laughs> Kept playing on it, and my meniscus ended up going out. So he, yeah, so he was like, you know what, something ain't right. Like I'm, we go, I'm gonna go with you to the doctor, and they ended up telling telling him like, yeah, well, you know, she's had a torn ACL for this amount of time, oh, and wow. ACL for oh, this amount of wow. time, Man. and he looking at me like. Are you crazy? And I was like, what? I got, you know, I just want to play, you know. And then I had took off time uh, prior to playing with him. So it was kind of just like the rush of wanting to play and not wanting to be down. And then, you know, also I was a mom. My son was like one, two at the time. So it was kind of like it's now or never. So it it sucked. And I used to beg him, like, can you please put me in the game? And he's like, girl, if you don't go get that water for your teammates and cheer them on it, I'm just like, water? Like, what do you mean? But Uh, even though it sucked. Huh? I said, were you still suiting up for the games? No, I wasn't suiting up. Okay, okay. (laughs) No, I wasn't suiting up. He he literally had me sitting on the bench. Like, I was legit the water girl, which was okay okay because, you know, my teammates, you know, I am am a team player. But, you know, the fact that I couldn't play, it sucked, you know. But I appreciate it now, you know. (laughs) I understand. I definitely get it. It was it was definitely uh something that I laugh at now. He's even uh-huh. still to this day, he just look at me out the corner of his eye, like yeah. you know you should have uh-huh. been sinned. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I can hear, hey, I can hear it in his voice now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like when he went to that doubt, he's like, What I plead the fifth. <laughs> That's right. You gotta do what you gotta do, you know. Facts. That's oh, facts. Man. Hey, hey Brittany, you. and you know what? You were real blessed to have someone like Coach Lindy in your life. I remember tearing my yes. ACL and MCL when I was a senior in high school, and you don't understand basketball was my life. I was going to the league. I was going to play overseas. Anything relative to basketball that was going to be me. Yeah. And I remember one of our last uh, summer tournaments, man, uh, riding into senior year. Uh, I I started to become that player on that team, got all the clout, got all the recognition, and that mm-hmm. was my game. I was starring in that game. Yep. And, you know, back in the time when hang time was a thing and hook shots was another, and yep. then pull up was it. <laughs> and I thought I had a little crossover here and there, and they had a boxing one on me, and um, my teammate set a real nice pick, and the girl, she was just on me like that, and she took my leg one direction, I went the other direction, uh-huh. and all I heard was, just a very thing <laughs> oh, yes. in my yeah. ear. Oh. But oh. I was one of those, you will never catch me crying, shedding a tear. But in my yeah. brain, I was crying and screaming. Oh, yes. but you had a Kobe moment. I oh, did. Yes. I, was, I was one of those. And I remember okay. they say, oh, we're going to get the athletic trainer out here. They came out. They carried me off the court. And mind you, I've hidden it. We're, I'm in the teens as far as hitting the number of points. I was double digit at this point in the first quarter. And they came and they checked. I'm like, oh, she didn't tear anything. We can, we can make sure she come back in the game. And this is a game for championship. And um, all of a sudden, a quarter later, my knee just swole up so oh. big. Yep. yep. Oh, it was it over. My parents yep. were like, nope, you can't play this, that, and the other. And I was out. Wow. Oh, no. Oh. It took out this game, too. Oh, right. <laughs> it's all right. She coming back. She coming yeah, back. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. I've had that knee surgery, and it's never fun. I had it in my 20s, and I'd still be like, don't ever touch my knee again. No, no more shock therapy. No more riding a bike. No more nothing. So I understand how painful and how horrible it is. Oh, yeah. It is. It is. Oh. It definitely messed with your mental. Definitely messed with your mental. 
It did. You know what? For my mental, I literally had to turn to something else because I was out. And, and, and you know what? I really think I hurt myself even more because before I can get that MRI, they were like, you can't practice. You can't play. Mm-hmm. You telling me you're taking my life away? So I was yeah. in my room doing moves and all I heard another. Oh! oh. Yo, it's something about that pop. Even still to the, it's PTSD. Oh, it is PTSD. Bam, you have one job. <laughs> one job. <laughs> Sit down somewhere. You see me holding my head over here. Yeah. 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 I don't want to hear. You know, when I hear it in Love and Basketball, I still can't watch that scene. Oh. Yes. I wish they would take it out. Take it out. Quincy <laughs> McCall goes up with a Yes, please. Take it out. It just, yo, I ain't it's never a, cried a at a movie, nightmare. but if I was coming close to, it was that one. Right, it's a traumatic for me. <laughs> it's a coach's nightmare to see your, to see your players out like yeah. that, knowing how hard they've worked and practiced, oh, man, you know, yes. and the preparation of the game, and yeah. you know, for them to hurt themselves in the game and knowing that they really want it. So, I mean, it's tough, man. You know, a yeah. coach. I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to all the coaches out there, and, and no matter what sport, I mean, That's we're right. everything. You know, we're a father, we're a mother. If you're, you know, if you're a woman's coach as well, I mean, you're, you're a sister, you're a brother. You know, mm-hmm. you make sure that everything you're a, you're a team doctor, you're you're everything. You're the driver, That's you're right. a chauffeur, you're everything. So shout out to all the coaches out there, man. They don't know how many hats we wear. And, you know, that's what we love. I mean, right. we want to see the success of these kids and uh, these players as they grow through life, man, because it's mm-hmm. it's a part of their life and they'll be able to take that with them wherever they go. So it's it's definitely something that we don't like to see. So pulling a player, depending on the circumstances, because Pulling a player like that for Brittany, I knew that I wanted that to happen for her to make sure that she became healthy. But if you are a healthy player and you're absolutely going against the grain of what the coach is asking you to, now that's another whole level. Now I, I go into another whole realm of, of <laughs> management. I feel the rage. I felt like some heat coming management. from that microphone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That bang was coming to through. another level. You know, so, man, I appreciate all of the coaches out there worldwide, man, whether you're in, you know, in in Little League, just starting out with the little kids all the way to the professional realm. I really appreciate y'all, man, and the things that you do. Definitely. Likewise. Absolutely. Can we talk about the Little League, please? Because I did coaching. (laughs) I was a coach. Soccer. Okay. I coached three and four year olds and here I am like okay yeah I'm about to do this I'm about, I got the, the, the book I got the, the code I went the out and I bought more book. pennies for them to wear I was like oh, yeah we're gonna good. line it up I'm really lining these cones up for these three and four year olds to kick the ball through but instead of no they want to go run with the big kids they they know where where they're oh, supposed yeah. to be at they're not paying attention i'm like no we really need to focus got there was no focus you tell them yeah. three and four year olds need to focus by the way shout out to mr Ezel moon that just came into the chat hello yes. mr moon yes hello, mr hello. moon welcome <laughs> yeah no hey, i have a lot of respect for coaches because i couldn't deal with three and four year olds and one of them was mine i was like (laughs) to know that i'm serious about this they all was just playing and i was like okay so we're just supposed to reward them for doing nothing all you're supposed to do is just roll the ball out and let them go for what they knew 
They got to go yeah. for what they know. Honestly, yeah. you know, that's so honestly. It's very fun. It's fun. But the older they get, that's when you start like trying to instill like that discipline in them so that they can, you know. Well, it's like it, I feel like that's like what around like seven. That's when you can really start. Hey, you guys, giving them directions that they'll they'll follow. You know, but yeah. three and four. It, it can it, it, can, it can be it, it can be about it could be about five years old. You know, okay. like so. Like mm-hmm. I'm right now. Like I want to give a shout out to uh, Coach Joe Samuel. He's a very good friend of mine. He's like a father figure to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, great guy. Uh, he's an alum of Southern University. And uh, he's here in Cobb County, and we work together with uh, little kids. Uh, he's out at Boots Ward Recreation Center, and we just had we just finished up a six week camp. And just like you're saying, oh man, we had five year olds <laughs> all the way to twelve. And when yeah. I tell you, they are hilarious, man. They are yeah, hilarious. They, are. they will try to get away with everything that they possibly can. Mm-hmm. But once they understand that you've given them a routine on a daily basis when they come in. They mm-hmm. start to pick it up. So after a while, they start to fall in line with what is working and what is yeah. doing. And you got to make it fun for them. You can't always mm-hmm. be serious. You got to make it fun for them. And yeah. uh, it just turned out to be great. So shout out to Coach Samuel, man. I love that guy. You know, he's like a father, like I said to me, man. And I uh, hope you're listening tonight. Mm-hmm. And I uh, just wanted to let you know, man, how much I really appreciate you. So thank you. Yeah. Very much. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, yes, yes. Yes. That's Man. crazy, y'all saying that because I actually got an offer to coach fourth and fifth grade girls. Woo! And at first, I was like, Okay, huh? Fourth and fifth grade girls got it, huh? <laughs> Come so here right now. I, I took up the offer for the fourth grade girls, so what? you're looking out for Marietta. Yeah, yeah. Marietta, all yeah. right. Congratulations. Pray for me. No, pray for them. What they gonna do? you. They're not gonna try you. They're gonna be like, MMA in between. That's right. Like, you steal the ball and give my arm bar. You know what an arm bar is, kid? You know what an arm bar is? No, we're not on, gonna teach that. I don't want them to get confused. I, I joke. I'm, I'm not serious. <laughs> <laughs> Why go lie? Because my son, he on the fourth grade team and he knows it. But see, that's your child. You're supposed to teach him how to put hands on people, you know? Yeah, but you know, hands. I started Praying from hands. um when I could walk, my mom started teaching me karate. She said she had to take me out. Yeah, I'm gonna just wait wait a little bit longer till you get a little bit more mature. (laughs) You know, our son, we thought putting him in boxing was gonna be a thing, and we were like, Oh, we're gonna start him young. We saw all this stuff on social media. These kids are so talented. We get in there and they wanted to see what he had. He came in there thinking he was a little ninja turtle. We're like, man, oh, I'm he's, he's not ready for this. <laughs> Them boys are Oh man. We all think we're tough until we get punched in the face. We all think we're tough until you get that one right there. And that's when you realize I'm not as tough as I thought I was. It's supposed to wake you up. It woke me up and I realized I wasn't as tough as I thought it was. Hey, I've been there myself. Right. I didn't know what I was doing with a South Park. I'm just gonna leave it at that. All facts, man. I don't see that. You like you want to speak from the heart. <laughs> Who wants you to no. face, dog? We'll fight him. We'll fight him. No. We'll Come on, fight him. It's Come okay, on, man. It's a safe Come space. On, share. Go ahead, share. No, like, no. <laughs> it's only us, fifty-five million. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Oh, the, that anytime hey, I think Mr. about Pope. getting punched in the face. Oh snap! What's up, though? I hate, I hate that. Like, anytime I think about getting punched in the face, I'm like, damn, bro. 
I started crying, but I won. But the story was afterwards that like, he was crying. He won. <laughs> he was crying. That's right. That was just wow. your rage build up. You know what I'm saying? That's that's right. that's all. You know, it, it you didn't really want to fight. <laughs> okay, it so it comes with the territory. So okay, <laughs> it doesn't have to do with necessarily benching, but it does have a lot to do with coaching. So when you have those like those arrogant, super arrogant players. And they beat a team. You know how you still got to shake the hands of the opposing team. How do you deal with those players that just, you know, like they want to talk junk instead or they want to start a fight? There's a time and place for everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, There's a time and place for everything. So, you know, you still got to have the integrity of the game. You know, you still got to know the parameters of when to do those things. And uh, like I said, it's a time and place for everything. But when you cross the line, then that's when it has to be addressed. And, uh, you know, oh, my goodness. I won't call no names, but I have left a few players in the park. It's a safe space, sir. You can tell us. (laughs) (laughs) I've left a few few players in the parking lot before before leaving to go for a game. I mean, I mean, the discipline level has to be there. I mean, if you're choosing to play a sport, then you got to represent that sport all the way. You got to give that sport everything you have. You cannot cheat that sport. And, you know, that's that's the name of the game. And you learn these things as you go along. But, you know, like you say, you have a player or two that thinks he knows everything or thinks she knows everything. And you got to set the example because if that person gets away with more, then guess what the rest are going to do? They're going to fall in line right. with that person. And then you're going to have chaos all over the place. So you make examples early. And once you make those examples, then it tends to work out in the end, because what you want in the end is for them to grow and to realize what they have at their fingertips, which is opportunity. And that's what we try to get. Right. Right. How long have you been coaching? Oh, man, you know, uh, you know, I've been coaching, man, for some years. Like I started out, you know, in little league and things like that. But my big break uh, came. When, uh, you know, my former alumni, which is uh, Life University, um, I got an offer at Pace Academy in, okay. uh, in Atlanta. And the same day that I got offered to be a ninth grade coach, because I was over there doing a lot of training for him and everything like that. So I hurried up and took that contract and ran over to Life University, man. I, I flew over there as fast as I could. Mm-hmm. And I was going to tell my coaches, thank you for what you have you know, allowed me to do at this school because I was going to camps, you know, every summer at Life University with the coaches and things. And at the time you didn't recognize it, you know, like why are they picking me to go with them? And, you know, it was just only me at the time. And I was like, man, why are you picking me to go? But then I realized, oh, you saw something in me that you that you thought that I could carry on. Mm -hmm. And I went into the office Mm -hmm. and both of them were sitting there, my assistant coach and head coach. And they were debating. They were sitting across from each other, across from the table, debating. And they both looked up. And he was like, hey, come on in, Keith. How you doing, man? I was like, I'm good. He said, here, here's my contract, man. They said, what's this? I said, I finally got my first coaching opportunity. You know, so I just want to thank y'all guys for giving me this and this. And they threw the keys. And I caught the keys. And they said no. And they tore up the contract and said, we were here. just discussing <laughs> uh, about having you come on as an assistant coach. So wow. I, I got my wow. start at my alma mater at Life University, man. And I I was just so happy. So I started calling people, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. And, you know, shout out to all my mentors, uh, Coach uh, Jeff Hill, my okay. high school coach, 
Uh, I know he's watching right now. Thank you so much for what you've instilled in me all the way to this day. Uh, he's like a father figure. I got about four father figures in my life, man. Hey, it's like really showing me the game. Yeah. Coleman George as well. Coleman yeah. George was a guy that I played for after college into the oh. leagues, the city leagues, the 30 and over leagues, the 35 and over leagues. I've learned a lot sitting under his tutelage, you okay. know, and everything. And I still discuss things with him as well to this day. And uh, the guy that you saw saw popped up, uh, Mr. Eric Pope as well. Yes. So okay. Mr. Pope is like a father figure to me as well. Uh, has guided me on a lot of things to this day. We talk, you know, every week. So those four guys, man, I, I got a lot to pull from. And I've just taken it and used it, you know, uh, to these kids now. So I love kids. I love to train kids. I love to teach kids. That's my passion. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of it, I ended up, you know, creating a uh, company out of it. So it's it's been great, man, to see these kids grow all the way up until now. So I, I've been fortunate and grateful, you know, for that. So thank thank those four guys. Awesome, yeah. sir. You forgot to name the company. Ah, so <laughs> real quick, you know, my company is called uh, FF Sports Inc., which stands for Fully Focused Sports. You know, I'm wearing the shirt right now, yes. and it's pretty much about training, about you know, teaching kids you know, for the game of basketball, but we all know it's more than basketball. Uh, yeah. You know, it's about life learned lessons and the things that you can take with you. So mm-hmm. I've been fortunate enough to have uh, Coach Hines' son. I've been teaching him as well. Great kid, eighth grade, very strong, very knowledgeable, have a high IQ for the game. You know, I love that. And, uh, you know, it's been good, man. So I started the company uh, as a full-on corporation uh, this past May. Uh, but I've always had fully focused sports as a LLC and just started to grow and figure it out as I went along. So during that time, right now, I am a director for the uh, High School All-American Showcase. So uh, shout out to the owners of, you know, Athletes of Tomorrow. Uh, I travel the country. I travel the country uh, during the during the weeks uh, from from March all the way through the end of October. Every weekend, this is one of the first weekends I haven't had a chance to travel, but I'm in every state that you can imagine. Denver, I'm in Houston and Texas, I'm in Minnesota, I'm in New York. And I get a chance to see kids and I get a chance to instill in them the things that sometimes they go through and they battle, which is confidence. You know, you can do this, but you got to put in the work. They got to be a, a certain criteria of things that they have to do in order to see the results that they want. And, you know, I go in, I have a lot of coaches that I deal with over the, uh, the course of the months that I'm traveling. Uh, October 9th, I will be in Jackson, Mississippi. So Jackson, Mississippi, I'm coming to your town, man, to give some uh, great knowledge and teaching. Uh, and then I'll be right back here in Atlanta on the 10th uh, doing a basketball camp for the High School All-American Showcase. So if uh, y'all guys are listening like that, please go to uh, hsallamerican.com, sign up today. And uh, come on and join me, man. Let me let me help you out. I got some great coaches that's going to be there and giving these guys an opportunity to get into college. And that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I ended up creating fully focused sports sports and it rolled into with the high school American. So it's a great, great marriage for that. And uh, I love it, man. I'm on I'm on IG at FF Sports Pro as well. So you can see where I'm at and see all the kids that I deal with. And uh, I'm all traveling everywhere. So and everything so it's wonderful man so i'm loving what i'm doing so shout out to all of those go hard academy that's where my son my son is 17 everybody he's uh he's a basketball player six five right now six five and a half 
So um, I'm really on him hard about okay. understanding this 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 new <laughs> thing that we got going. On. I got a question. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna ask you the really toughest question: Can he beat you in basketball? No. Exactly. exactly. No. <laughs> he, he, look, look, man. He, he's giving me a run for my money. Okay. I got to give it to him. He's getting better, but that's what you want. You want it. You don't show him everything. Yep. So mm-hmm. when we play, I pull out a list of the new yep. every time. So he's just like, man, you always doing this. Exactly. Until Pop, you, you be following, don't you? You be following, don't you? Oh, man, look here, man. I'll send him. <laughs> you tell us. It's safe space. I, I him, I'll send him to the hospital first. Before <laughs> he get that win. Oh. I'll send him to the hospital. That's you, right. You, you don't know. No man, easy I'm buckets. Old, I'm old school. That I'm yes. old school. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tatted up with, with, with scars, man. I got a plate here. I got surgery here. I got, you know, over both eyes, you know. I done got, oh, man. man, oh, you name it, man. Stitches everywhere. You name it. It's part of the game. It's yes. part of the game. Hey, Lauren. So, hey, Lauren. Hey, Lauren. So, Lauren James is, uh, <laughs> is my kid's mom. So, shout okay. out to her. Shout out, family. Yes. For doing a great job with the kids man i've got a great team around me that has had a hand in in the kids life and everything and both of my kids i have a daughter as well who's 18 that is at georgia state right now and uh she's getting back into uh also softball she plays softball all her life and uh my son has played basketball and baseball all his life but he loves basketball so it's it's wonderful man so loving what i do loving to just love kids man love to give them what they need but yeah to answer your question, no, he cannot beat me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dance rule, baby. Circle Dance back rule, around. No That's right. No Dance doubt. rule. That's okay. right. Okay. Now, Coach Coach Donna, how long have you been coaching? Yes. So I've been coaching for a little while. I uh, started in a little – can you all hear me first of all? Yeah. Have yes, yeah, we hear you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I started in Little League coaching my son, uh, basketball team, when he was younger. And I, I'm in corporate America, so I've, I've always had that uh, responsibility. And then as of when we moved down to Atlanta last year um, for with my, you know, we decided to just relocate just to give our kids another opportunity. And so um, mid-season of the school year, the coach approached me and said, hey, I'd love for you to join the staffing crew or whatnot. And so I brought a ton of experience and, and new dynamic to the team. And we just kind of operating differently. And we just all had different, well, diverse backgrounds. And we were able to pull it together to start sharpening the, 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 the um, player skills. So it's only been a couple years now. And once the season concluded, I did join an organization called Lights Out Ballers, um, led by Eric Howard. Um, and I actually coach and tra- I train boys and girls basketball. However, I actually coach male basketball, 13U and 15U basketball. Okay. Wow. Nice. Dope. Nice. That's so nice. How is that? Because that's like, I'm, the first thing that come to mind to me is like, that's like puberty stages. Like, that's yeah. when you're really trying to figure out who they are. So for them to have <laughs> to come to you, yeah. Well, I would say, I'll be honest with you. Um, it wasn't that I decided to raise my hand. They actually came to me. The boys were like, oh, Coach Don, we want you to coach us. Could you please coach oh. us? So I was like, okay. Oh, okay, what is it that you guys see? And they're like, well, you articulate things so well. You teach us. You break it down. You you understand us. And 
at the end of the day, you know, it's about building the right kind of relationship with these boys, you know, making sure that they know that you have their best interests in mind and you want to help them become the best versions of themselves. And I'm I'm not an easy cookie. You come and watch the game. I'm I'm not the the dainty, low-key kind of coach. I am out there hands-on. And when, when you're developing these youth at an early age, while they're still developing their mentality of what it takes to be a really good basketball player, you have to continue to guide them and give them instruction and directions while they're playing to stimulate their talent. And um, it takes a lot of that. And when I'm in practice, got a lot of pet peeves. I like to see hard work. I like to see effort. I like to see team. I like to see those that are elevated with their skill level to help those that are not there yet and making sure everyone understands their role and responsibility. And if you want to be the star, you have to be the one that's going to help um, pull out that uh, trait in other individuals as well. You know, so back to that question when you guys originally asked, you know, um, is it smart benching players or whatnot? Um, I truly, I, I, I really think about performance and behavior. You got a lot of kids that have this I need mentality, and sometimes it's influenced by peers and, and, and parents and aunts and uncles and other coaches and programs or even social media. They think they're here, but they're really here. Or parents and, and, and other influencers are influencing them. Hey, get so many points. I'm going to get you this. So you're tapping in and putting a lot of strength and, and effort in one area, and it's at the detriment of the team. So when I start seeing those things, that's when it's like, let's sit them down. I need you to understand what your role is on this team. Mm -hmm. When it comes to behavior, it's the same thing. Kids that have the attitude that could be disruptive, that shows this like lack of commitment. And my kids will tell you, like, I don't like to see that. I don't like horseplay. I want you to be serious Mm -hmm. because time is of essence. When we get to gym, especially amid this whole a pandemic, we only get an hour, hour and a half, two hours maybe, you know, we got to make this time count when there's many of you that are not where you need to be. And if we're going to take advantage of the time, I need you to stay focused. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I love to bench like non-coachable players because I, I don't count them out, but I want them to understand it takes a specific discipline and respect passion and desire to get there. And I'm going to help you tap into those emotions. I'm going to help you tap into those traits. And once you're on that bench, it's just as critical as being on that game. Everyone has a role and responsibility. So when you're on that bench, you're there to learn, you're there to observe, and you may not understand the verbal breakdown of instruction, mm-hmm. but this time you're going to see from where we're, where we're sitting at so that when you get back in the game, you're like, oh, that's what she meant by going deep or what, whatever, you know. So Straight life lessons, though. Straight yeah. life lessons. Right. Straight up. Absolutely. Okay, so one of the uh, viewers, Jacquez, says, oh, they have a question for for parent coaches. Where does coaching end and parenting begin, or are they one in the same? Oh, I love that question. Real quick, so for me, how I've been able to do it, I've been able to tell my son from the beginning, look here, man. When we're off the court, I'm your dad. When mm-hmm. we're on the court, when we step in the gym, I'm your coach. I'm your trainer. So mm-hmm. the dad stuff is going out the window. The coaching, that the coaching guy is here. So okay. he had to learn the differences between that. So when he was 14, we had a big blowout. And mm-hmm. 
he had to understand that and, and I had to give it to him. So other people had to talk to him to let him know, look here, man, that's not your dad when you're on the floor. Okay. You know, when you on, you know, so he takes that home with him. I don't take that home with me when we're done. Right. When right. we leave the gym, I'm dad, you know, but when I'm all, when I'm on the floor, I'm coach. I talk trash to him. I tell him mm-hmm. like it is. I don't want to hear nothing. And mm. we, we go to it and we go at it. So if you got something that you want to say, you can say it to me at that particular moment because I'm not dad, I'm coach. And we can go at it how we need to to get the point across. Once we get that point across, then we're good and we move forward. You know, so that's how I've been able to distinguish the fact between that. And I've been teaching others like that as well, you know, on how to deal with that situation because you have a lot of parent coaches out here. Right, you have so, a lot of them. Yep. So, so, sir, you're like making them run suicides at practice and still dunking <laughs> on them at home too. It's it's whatever it takes, you know, right. because they're looking at you, you know, and and they're upset. And and I tell them, I go at him harder than I go at the others when we're in practice because I want to make sure that the others don't say that. Oh, he's showing favoritism. Yeah. Oh, he's right. showing this and that. Oh, no, nah, right. there's no favoritism here. I'm all up in you. And at the end of the day, and at the end of it, then we can talk about whatever's on your mind. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I want to piggyback off that because being an athlete is a lifestyle, right? You're trying mm-hmm. to go somewhere. And, you know, I've had to, because I'm newer to the game, especially at his growing stages of puberty and where he wants to be. And then now he's in eighth grade. So now you're incorporating girls plus the academic, plus the friends, plus the sports. Yeah. Plus him thinking he's there already grown and trying to balance all these things off. And um, I agree with coach. At the end of the day, I am mom off the court and I am coach. But at the same time, I am that mom that understands that you have a dream and you said, this is my vision. This is where I want to go. You may not make the right decisions. I may be hard on you. Your dad may be hard on you, but we're doing it all intentionally because there are certain things minors are not uh, in that mental capacity to make those kinds of decisions that are very impactful to their future. So when we're at home and you're off, you know, yeah, you can go hang out with friends. You can play your game here and there. But guess what you also can do? You can invest 30 minutes to do push-ups, run, you know, do some squats real quick. Invest into your craft while you have this opportunity to have access to all of these resources plus access to two parents that are in a household and then a, a plethora of, of other coaches and so forth, take advantage of it when you have it. And what we're finding is kids, when they have so much resources, they are one of the main ones that don't know how to take advantage of those resources. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. That's yep. exactly what goes right. on in my house. I'm bored. Yep. <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> You just talk about all three of my sons at the same time. Easy, sir. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so you know, as a as a teacher and a coach, I, I you know, I I, I love hearing these conversations sincerely. Um, but I wonder for for each of you, you know, how how do you guys emphasize, you know, the student portion, you know, for your student athletes? Oh, glad you said that, brother. Glad you said that. <laughs> Um, Look at Brittany. <laughs> PhD in the building, buddy. She she knows because she knows she hears this from me. She's been hearing this from me for years, man. And I promote this wherever I go okay. um, about being an academic athlete. 
Mm. Okay. Mm. I'm changing the mindset of these kids early. You're you're no longer a student athlete. A student athlete doesn't receive tuition in college. An academic athlete earns his way. And at some schools, depending on where he goes, he's either going to get it all paid for or he's going to have a portion of that paid for. But bottom line, you're changing the mindsets of these kids. So when I'm speaking in front of 40 kids, 50 kids, when I'm out at the high school American showcases, wherever I go, I'm talking to the parents as well. You are an academic athlete. They don't give out student scholarships. They give out academic scholarships in these colleges. So it allows them to understand where they got to be and where they can put themselves in position as because the bottom line, it's a business. Mm -hmm. And if they understand that what they do is a business, then they will be able to write their own tickets when it's time for them to enter college. So to, to answer your thing, yeah, I've been training them to think as an academic athlete. So mm -hmm. I have created on my thing and it's coming soon. Uh, I have my webpage, academic-athlete.com. You know, athlete so that's www.academic-athlete.com. So when you go to the page, it'll say coming soon. I've been working on that with a plethora of things. I've been talking with Coach Hines. I've been talking with Brittany, you know, sharing the ideas, sharing the focus of what it is. And also, too, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you know I have started the actual October Halloween version of Academic Athlete. And this is the shirt right here. So I've got three different kinds like this right here. So Academic Athlete. That's what it's about. Okay. So I've got this in black with the orange. I've got this in black with the red as well. We have three different ones. So, you know, mm -hmm. I'll tell you how we can you can get that at the end. But academic athlete right now for these kids, especially the way the NCAA has changed all of the rules. Yeah. So mm -hmm. to put them in position to control their future a little bit more. And it starts with the academics. Exactly. Give me one of the purple and gold. Purple and gold. Purple and gold. <laughs> yeah, I need one of purple and gold. I'd like gotcha. to piggyback off the coach. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, what I appreciate about this brand is we're promoting what's possible and we're promoting what's attainable, but with the contingency, right? Considering that I was also an academic athlete, right? I had an injury at my prime time, my senior year, right? And, and, and things like that happen all the time. But what I did have was an option. I can still go to school on, um, on an athletic scholarship or I had an academic scholarship. I was the top 1% of my class. And right now, I think there's a lot of discussion, especially in saturated markets like Georgia around athletes and what kind of classes they should be taking. What should we just put the electives on? And as long as they're excelling in this, this EG course, then they can get there. But I'm going to tell you, being in corporate America, the skills, the tools, the interdisciplinary uh, and methodologies and all these things that we learn while we're in school, a lot of kids these days have this mentality, we don't need that when we get older. I don't know why we're doing it. And I told you, if you want to be as successful and, and, and be a great entrepreneur, when you have those small details, that's your differentiator from being a great entrepreneur to a very successful entrepreneur, right? You just have these different elements that you can package into your brand and make you that much better until you really get it. So um, I really appreciate that brand because at the end of the day, athletes need to understand that it's great to have a narrow focus to, to, to develop your craft and your skills and your talents. What is your contingency? You always have to have one. 
And the, the, the one that gives you the right away ticket is your academic because that's the lane that you're in. You know what I mean? It's not like you have a job and it's going to give you that. This you're in school. So what can you do to be at your best in school? Be that student. What can you be at your best as an athlete? Build your build on your craft. So you have to help them understand that every facet of their lives, whether it's relationships and so forth, do your best to 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 be able to excel in everything that you do to the best of your ability. Right. Okay, come yeah, okay, right. Okay, Brittany, what do you say? What do you as even even from a perspective of you being a parent and having your child? Because Coach Lundy, he teaches your son basketball as well. Yes. So, okay. with you being a parent, and how does that? How does how do you not jump out there and say, "Hey, well, he should be doing this, or he should be doing that," just as a natural as a parent? I watch, and I don't say. It's hard. Uh, let me say that. It's hard. <laughs> he'll know, and when he think I'm about to say something, he'll look back and be like, and I'm just like, all right, you know, go ahead. It do what you got to do. But, you know, it also comes with experience and knowing what kind of coach he is, because if that was the case, I should have just taught him myself. You know what I mean? Right. So I trust him enough to teach him the things that he need to know, and he can tell you. Academic-wise, I am big. My boy is nine. I am very strict on that boy because i don't even know if coach know but when i was in high school i was the only freshman to make the varsity team the second half i had to sit out the entire rest of the season because of my grades Mm -hmm. that was the most embarrassing part of being benched and my parents used to tell me in middle school brandy it don't matter how good you are when you get to high school, you're not going to be able to play. And I didn't believe in why, because I was doing this and I was doing that. I'm like, they need me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so academics, yeah. that's why, um, you know, academic um, athletes, I'm a, I'm a big supporter on that. Um, that's first. My son, no. If you don't have them grades right, you're going to be sitting right here with me. <laughs> that's, that's when the realness come Thanks. out like he, yeah. he know because with my i'm i ain't gonna lie you know i'm kind of soft with my son but okay. with certain things school and sport especially like with him playing football and stuff you wanted to play football i don't like being outside okay so therefore you got me sitting outside and i'm the team mom you better put your all into this i want to see you crying after the game i should be carrying you out but before we do anything them grades Mm-hmm. What, what happened last week with him, Brittany? I got a question. Yeah, last week I had him talk to me, and I, and like I said, I trust him enough because now I can see the difference with him because his grades started slipping to a date. They're not where I want them to be, where I know right. they could be. So okay. I told Coach, right. you know, like his grades is not where they should be. I don't really think he's trying. And you can see the difference because before he used to be like, yeah, little man, you know, you should be doing this and your mom and this. And then he was like, Jay, you need to be in the house. I was just like, ooh, all right, I'm going to just walk off. <laughs> so, you got it. Coach got you know, it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely a learning experience. It, for me, it, it it's hard, but I haven't really coached him um, with other people around yet. Okay. So that's going to, you know, that's going to be new for me. It's always just me and him. Um, I have a goddaughter who plays basketball. I'm very strict on her the same way. Um, I teach her friends, but I teach them. Everybody is the same. My name is Brittany. Do not call me mom. Period. (laughs) That's awesome. You know, I have uh, my son, and and I do coach him, but 
you know, one, I learned from an old boss of mine, he always said, you know, the best access to certain um, mentors is when you have a suite of them, meaning like a suite of coaches, you have mm. different perspectives and so forth. And I will tell you, you know, and, and my son has a suite of that as well. So he gets time with myself and my husband. Um, and when we go into those sessions, it's not a nice session, you know. <laughs> and then now my nephew, he's just moved um, to Georgia from Texas recently, earlier this month. Um, and he has taken in basketball and, and he's every day since he started, he's like, when I'm not in the gym, it don't feel right. Honestly. You know, I need to get in the gym. So yes. he's already building that mindset, this, this desire, you know, and he's just starting. So it's just incredible. So when he's out there, first thing, if, if Lundy sees him, Lundy makes sure that there's a level of respect. When you walk into the building, you acknowledge in a leader, you acknowledge in your coach. Just no different when you walk into your house, you acknowledge your parents and say, hey, how are you doing? Give you a hug, you kiss, you know, whatever. It's yeah, the yeah. same level. It's these life lessons that is going to help you navigate this, this, this crazy lack of a blueprint of a world, right? So, <laughs> yeah, man. Real talk. Yeah. Definitely. RJ, you, you had a question? Yeah, I was just going to ask um, Coach, can your son beat you in basketball? I think I already know the answer. But that's going to be my standard question for all y'all. <laughs> this year, he's starting to. He's a lot bigger and stronger and faster yeah. than I am. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, and then me, I'm a little out of shape, but <laughs> you gotta follow him harder, family. You gotta put a look. Hey, hey, you know what? I think I'm giving it to him this time because Coach just saw we played um 21 just Saturday. Coach, yep. Coach, of course, Coach Lundy beats us. He's shooting from the three. He turned around and he's just floating and fading on the three pointers. I'm like, man. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> I still got a little bit. I still got a little something. I still got a little something. Yes. Man, so, so coach, coach Lundy ain't giving up nothing. No, 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 so, 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 shout out to Damian Mitchell, man. He's he's one of my best friends, Damian Mitchell, and I'll put him on the spot as well. Uh, his dad uh, is a Hall of Famer for the Atlanta Falcons, Jim oh. Mitchell, uh, that oh, played back in the day. He's one of my great friends, and I played in the league with him at Ben Hill uh, okay. for numerous of years. And he knew when I, I, when I was locked in, I was locked in, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a quick story. So. Uh, we were playing and, you know, you play on Sundays and eat 12, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. And, uh, we always try to get in extra games Well, we was playing this one particular game and, and a guy in the stands was talking trash and he was like, Oh, we got y'all next week and I'm going to shut you down. You're not doing nothing. And one thing you're not going to do is talk to me. <laughs> you, you're, not going, you're, you're not going to talk to me and, and, and expect for me to just let it ride. Right. So I told him. When I see you next Sunday, I'm going to meet you in the parking lot and I'm going to follow you wherever you go just to let you know that this is not a game. Oh my God. And when we showed up to the gym, when the guy showed up, I was standing in the parking lot and I waited on him. And when he came to the gym and started walking, I walked with him even to his bench. I was on him. 
And oh. I made sure that he understood <laughs> okay. that you ain't got no business out here, especially when you're talking to me like that. So, he checked yeah. into the water fountain. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, hey, I, I even went to the locker room with him, man. Yeah, I was, I, yeah, I was dead serious. I got he was him like out Michael game. Myers. Yeah, I'm thinking man. more like Mike Tyson. He was in full sweat. Yeah, yeah. He was ready. <laughs> yeah. So we, we we talk about that a lot, man. But shout out to Damien, man. That's I appreciate yeah, that. But that's, awesome. that's why I went on ahead and 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 called my 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 company Fully Focused Sports because you got to be fu- fully focused in this thing in order to uh, achieve what you're trying to do. Because yeah. there's a lot of distractions out there, like Coach Hines said. And uh, if you want it, you got to be locked in. It's going to be days when you're going to have to give up going out to the movies or going to a party or going out mm-hmm. with your boys or hanging out with your fellas and all that stuff. Nah, man, you got to go to practice or you got to go put in two a days or you got to go put it in when everybody else is doing other things. But that's yeah. the reason why you get ahead and it'll show. You just got to trust the process and right. follow your, your dream and know that it comes with sacrifice. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, man. So, yeah, oh, yeah, I was on him. So, shout out to Damien, man. Yes, you know, thank you like for, that. for mentioning and, that. And that Ben Hill team. <laughs> he still act like it was yesterday, too. Look at it. You oh, yeah. Like that right now. <laughs> hey, man, hey, hey, man. Uh, the memories don't go away. Yes, sir. You're going to take don't. a drive memories. by that park soon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that the, the memories don't go away, man. So I appreciate that, you know, and also, yeah. and also Jock Williams. I know Jock, yeah. Jock was, okay. was asking about how could he get the shirts and things like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, you can go to uh, my email address is info at fullyfocusedsports.com and just leave me your, your your name and your number and everything and I'll reach out to you and then you can you know we can go about ordering that and then this month coming up like I said in October I'll be uh launching academic-athlete.com mm-hmm. and then that's where everything will go out on that website with plenty more but right now I have the uh special edition October slash Halloween shirts right now for academic athletes so please go and uh, support your boy and and everything, because a lot of that is going to go into what I do now. So right. when I tell you I'm with kids, I'm a uh, a guy that does PAL. Uh, PAL is the Police Athletic League. Mm-hmm. I've been volunteering for them for six years, uh, a couple of days a week. So shout out to them, you know. So I'm I'm with the PAL, you know, Police Athletic League as well. So yes. I'm all over. I'm all over when I do this. So yeah. you know, it's it goes deep. It goes deep. Awesome. I got a question. I got a question. What um and this is for this is for everybody. What um when did you know that you had this passion to reach these kids and be the be the coach that they need? Because I mean, what I'm hearing from you guys has done nothing but inspired me. I already wanted to coach my daughter uh right now. So everything that you're telling me, I definitely have been soaking it in. I'm, you know, and I'm just I'm I'm elated with this conversation. So that my question basically is just like yeah. what drives you what what drove you to this coach Ooh. yeah uh beyond my personal passion mm-hmm. i always felt like i wanted my kids in some kind of sports and my girls so i don't know if you all know know how much uh you guys have been told about myself but i have five children okay. so their ages from um they're five eight ten thirteen and twenty and then my nieces and nephews um, around the same ages as well. So they've all began to ask, like my 10-year-old, she's not necessarily said, hey, I want to play basketball. Now in recent days, she's like, mom, can you coach my team if I have some girls and I get some girls together? I'm like, 
thank you. I'm going to have a Miss Madonna in the house. Okay. And then my eight-year-old, she's been out in the gym uh, a little bit as well. Um, they're picking up quickly, but um, it, it started fairly quickly for me. I've, I've always wanted to give back beyond my kids. And now when you step in as a coach, especially at this growing age, you are this additional resource for them. They are going to come to you when times get tough at their house, when they don't have much, when they need a ride, when they are trying to go hang out with their friends. And off season, I'm no longer Coach Donna. I'm Ma. Hey, Ma, can you door dash me some food? Hey, Ma, can you pick me up from here? Hey, Mom, I don't have this. Can I? Can you get me a compression shirt, pants, food, whatever? Okay. And you become this. So it's your commitment. Your commitment doesn't stop when the game stops or when the, the practice ends or anything like that. It, it, it's, right. a, it, it's ongoing. So when I call her, I'm talking about grades. As tough as I am on my son, I'm tough on all of them. I'm on top. I, how I talk to my son off camera, offline, is the same way I talk to all of those boys. So mm -hmm. it's an investment. Yeah. I, okay, I get that. I get that. Yeah, for me, uh, it was the way it was given to me. Okay. Uh, I had a great support system. Uh, my mom, I never forget her, man. What she told me one day when I was in high school, she said, the day that you come home early is the, know, is the day that I know that you have failed and you no longer playing sports. So that stuck with me because, you know, the school, of course, you know, you, you don't live around your school. At least I didn't. You know, my school was about 15 miles away. Wow. So she was like, yo, I know the day that you come home early is there's a problem. And, uh, you know, she talked to the coaches and Coach Hill, which is, like I said, is like my father figure as well. He was my very first coach in high school. And uh, he has stuck with me all the way to this time. I've learned so much from him. And he took on that role and of, of making sure that I stayed on top of what I needed to do. Yeah. And uh, it just, you know, went from there. Uh, coach Thornton as well, you know, in high school. And it just went there for, to college. So mm -hmm. as you have that support system like that and your parents are telling you that, I mean, we as coaches now understand, you know, that you have so many people pushing for you that you don't even know them all. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't even know them all. Yeah. So yeah. when I tell people, when you decide to play a sport, you automatically have fans. Mm -hmm. Automatically. You yeah. don't know them all, but you're going to have people that's going to be rooting for you and pushing for you. Yeah. So just understand that you're not by yourself, you mm -hmm. know. So, yeah, that's how it was for me. Okay. okay, and Brittany? For me, it's just the joy that you see on the kids' faces, you know. You never know what they're going yeah. through when they're home and stuff like that. So, you know, just being a positive influence in their life and seeing how many kids and, and people that I influence and sometimes I just don't even know how. Yeah. Um. You know, it's, it's just like, you know, let me do what God put me here to do. And then also, like, my mom always told me that was my gift is with kids and with and with older people. So, you know, as I got older, I used to be like, oh, you know, I'm nobody. But after seeing and actually hearing kids and, and people I went to high school with actually tell me how they felt about stuff that I did, it yeah. makes you feel good. So it's like I, lo I love to see people happy. And, and the kids make me happy. So it's, it's a give or take. You know what I mean? Right. And um, Definitely. whatever whatever I could offer that I could give, you know, that's that's what I want them to have so they can know that they always have somebody. Right. That's so, okay. Man. There. And I love the fact, you know, you talk about you both you guys are saying things that just resonate. Even my parents, you know, 
my father would work night shifts overnight just to make sure he can make it to every game before he went into work. Yeah. You know, they never missed not a single game. Rain, hell, sweet, snow. They were there every game. So all the sacrifices they made, and I think the joy, um, as you said, Brittany, all of that was worth it for them. That was the most rewarding piece. And I think yeah. those things are so priceless when you're on this pursuit for happiness and and mental health and wellness and things like that. And you find it in your own kids or the people that you impact on a positive note, it, mm-hmm. it, it fulfills you differently with this new level of dopamine. So I just, I mean, it, it's there. And that, that's the craving that I enjoy rather than anything yeah. that's materialistic in this world. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Wonderful. Yeah, I'll see you in the future. So... I'm I'm happy to have each and every one of you guys here. This was a very dope episode, as always, but even more better with you guys joining us. So, as I mentioned to, uh, I think I, I didn't get to mention it to you, uh, Coach Lundy, but Brittany and uh, Coach Donna mentioned micisms to you guys, and uh, so we are now moving into our micism stage. So, if you guys have one, you feel free to share it with us. Um, Brittany, did you come up with one? I googled one. I don't know. <laughs> hey, that counts. Yes, that counts. That one. Look at it. It's all about life experience. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! no? Not yet. Okay. Donna, it's not long. You, did no, you, no, no. That's fine. fine. Did you come you up with one, one or no? Yes, I have one. Okay. okay. So easy. They, they, they used to give me so much flack for these, so. Yes. Oh, especially uh, Ezel. He get yes. on the airplane. Um, okay, so so Brittany, and you know what? That's fine because Donna. Next time, gotcha. Because hey, Coach Lundy. Right. So Mike is a Mike. Explain to them what is a Mike is. All it is is just you know um, words to live by. Some may be funny. Some may be you know really uh, motivate. Like today, I'm, y'all inspired me to just go with some motivational. So I'm, I'm okay. Keep it like that. Um, but most of the time, it's really back. You'll see when I get into the intro for, yeah. for, for it. Um, oh, man. Yes. Yeah, it, 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 I got I got one. So whenever you're ready, let me oh, know. Oh, yeah. This is going to be great. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, okay. Let's go ahead and flip to it. Uh, okay, and, uh, so we're going to take everybody down. Um, RG, are you going... With your RG, RG should go first. Just to yes, so that everybody gets off them. with them. I got, I got two of them. Okay. It's a special occasion. I got two. Okay, okay, so we're going to go RG, and then we're going to go to Ezel, because I love to see Ezel's reactions after RG. <laughs> and then it's we're going to go to Brittany, and then we're going to go to Coach Lundy. And then I'll close it out. No, and then I'll do mine. Oh, oh you got one to Maria. Yeah. Okay, okay so mine's, mine's is a reference. If you guys have been watching this show from, like, midway to now, then you will definitely get it. It definitely references our – Co-correspondent, not sports watching, Ezel Moon. He is also a published author of a children's book that's called Purple Mike Wants a Bike. Yes. Keep nice. that in mind. We have humorous conversations. Oh, so, um, yeah. So, we'll go ahead and bring everybody down, and then we will uh, start the micisms. Let's go. Let's see...
Greetings, all. I have to put on my glasses. This is serious. I am RG, and today I am reading from the book of DMX. We will start with verse chapter 22. Where the hood at? Where the hood at? I'm slipping. I'm falling. Got to get up. Got to rise to my feet and tear stuff up. And y'all going to make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. Okay, here's a reading. Name two things that are sweet-smelling, taste sweet, but are deadly upon ingestion. I'll say that for the people in the back. Two things that are sweet-smelling, taste sweet, but deadly upon ingestion. Antifreeze and Detroit Lions football. You're welcome. But have a bonus one. Listen, smile, agree. Do whatever you're going to do anyway. I say it for the people in the back. Listen, smile, agree, and do whatever you're going to do anyway until arraignment. You're welcome. I'm on the camera, ain't I? I'm on the camera. Um... All right. Hi, everybody. I'm Ezel Moon, and um, I've been drinking ginger beer because I don't drink. Um. So, yeah. That was, RG, I'm going. Yo, RG. I, I don't even swear to God. Okay, so check this out. Here's my micism for today. <clears throat> if you start a phone call with, my phone is almost dead. You can hang up whenever you want to. Thank you. Uh oh. I am Brittany Hardiman. And mine that I found on Google was go to sleep with wet hair and you'll wake up with a heat rash. Deuces. <laughs> So I actually have two uh, inspirational uh, to some people, hopefully. So my name is Keith Lundy, and this is my micism. I invent instead of predict. I am a visionary. That's one. Number two, never quit, stay fit. That goes to everybody. Thank you. am I supposed to go behind these guys? Like, that was motivational, so now mine is really going to sound ratchet. But okay, here goes. For all of you guys who know Ezel Moon, he has a book out. It's a children's book. It's titled Purple Mike Wants a Bike. So, my micism, don't judge a book by its cover. That is, unless it reads Purple Mike wants a train. I am Simply Bree. You guys have a good night. Oh, my God. <laughs> that derailed. Uh, what's up, everybody? I am one Mike, and um, y'all already, I'm just going to go right into it. Y'all know the saying, uh, we going to infinity and behind. We say behind, so we know how far we've already been, right? All right, so with that being said, here goes my inspiration for today. 
If you're still searching for that one person who can change your life, take a look in the mirror. You're welcome. Wow. I feel motivated. I do. Hey, I let them use me and these guys right here, you know what I'm saying? They definitely inspired No, fam. No, fam. No. Come on. No, fam. No. Something like once the train. And then this guy. Mike, you on the board to derail. That was a good one. This guy. Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> oh man, Yo, I love this. Hey, that can be a good No, I don't know. No, Phil. No, Mike no. wants a train. <laughs> it's a form of transportation. <laughs> I try to no, get man. bad humor. That's one thing. Sorry. That's what I do. I know. Yo, no, 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 no. Top, like the tonight, bro. The wet, wet hair, wake up with a heat rag. Right. That is amazing. That's so true. What a heat rag. Right. Yeah. Yes, that was, came through. Mm. She's yeah. a natural, folks. She's a natural. I tried to keep it super serious. We got RG talking about R. Kelly. We got Bree <laughs> talking about Purple Mike and Train. <laughs> we got Wet Hair Rashes. <laughs> <laughs> and don't quit. Yeah, <laughs> keep it don't quit. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And uh, hanging up whenever you want to. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not that's a lot. the realest. Oh, look, it, you start, you start having a conversation me. with my phone is almost dead. No, whatever they talking about, click. This is it. It's over with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt that one because that's me. I'm the I'm the guy. Every time we go live, I'm like, hey, uh, my phone about to die, but I'm going to be on here for a couple, as long as my phone allows me. Oh, mm-hmm. really? It yeah. happens. I, it happens. I start you don't so remember it happened like two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Remember, Mike buys a phone with a dead battery. You know, yes, I, yeah, this is true. I buy a phone with a dead battery. Yeah, <laughs> brand new Apple store is already at two percent. You don't even charge it. Don't even try. You're not even trying, Mike. I'm like, guess what? I got a new phone. <laughs> do, do, do. I call you back. <laughs> I'll call you back. Oh goodness! Oh, this oh, is man. awesome. Okay, I had so. Mm-hmm. Now um, we are getting ready to wrap up the show, but I want each and every one of you guys to let the audience know where can they find you, what it is that you, that you do, and how can they support what you have going on. So first, what we'll do is we'll go ahead and bring up Mr. Coach Lundy. Go ahead and let the great people know all about what you got going on and how to get in touch. Okay. Um, if you like to uh, stay in touch with me, uh, my IG, go to my IG and uh, follow me at FF Sports Pro. That is FF Sports with an S P R O. And uh, also, uh, once again, for the shirts uh, here, I got the Halloween edition, but I also have these coming out as well. I am an academic athlete. And uh, you can go to info at fullyfocusedsports.com and, uh, you know, hit me up. Info at fullyfocusedsports.com. Hit me up and uh, support the movement and everything. And uh, shout out to Never Quit, Stay Fit. That is never never quit, underscore, stay, underscore, fit. Never quit, stay fit. 
That is a great company, good friend of mine, and uh, he's got a great movement going on as well. So go follow him at neverquitstayfit.com. Yes. All right. Awesome. Next, we have Brittany. Brittany, let the good people know what is it that you do? How can they find you and how can they support you? Well, you can find me on Instagram at reddiamond023 all together or best made brands all together with the S at the end on IG. Um, If you need clothes, trading, drop shipping, just DM me. I got you. Um, Real estate, Toro, credit repair, anything. Hit me up. Let's go. Okay, go ahead. One stop shop. Yes, come through with it. And then we have the lovely coach Donna. Let everybody know what do you have going on and how can they support you? Absolutely. As I shared earlier, I am in corporate America. So, those that need additional help in corporate America style of business or um, need additional information around market development or anything in that uh, playing field, you can definitely reach me at an email I'll get ready to give you as well. And then for a lot of those parent athletes that are out there, um, if you have some questions or you um, need to bounce some ideas off or whatever comments or anything that you need help with, you just speak to someone, please feel free to also get in touch with me. My uh, email address is mrsladonnahines at gmail.com, M-R-S-L-A-D-O-N-N-A, H-I-N-E-S at gmail.com. Thank you. All right. And we're going to go ahead and actually put that up while we have you there. So everyone knows how to get in touch with Mrs. LaDonna. All right. And then the unicorn hunter himself. Um, no, no you got to say the whole thing like a yeah. You got to, you got to say the whole thing. That's <laughs> right. Yo, what's up with you, yo? This was supposed to be professional today. Move, move. We got coaches and doing yeah. original stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, don't see no, I don't see no pastors. You good? <laughs> oh no! I'm like, no, <laughs> That's okay. We got you. We got you, Ezel. Hi, everyone. Move Man Monday. I'll be forgetting the movement part. Yeah, the move part, because, you know, we be moving. We're working, y'all. We're working. Join the the nation of Mooners. The Mooners. Mooners. The Mooners. (laughs) He's finally caught on. Yes. 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 Yes, I yes. can hear. <laughs> and these are the mooners. Okay. Are the mooners? Yes. <laughs> What's good, great people? Um, all, big shouts out to everyone for joining today and yes. um, uh, joining us here at He Said What Network. Um, thank y'all again <laughs> so much for having me as a non-sports watching reoccurring correspondent um i definitely <laughs> do have a book called put my once a bike and i am actively working on the second one told um, you it, yeah yeah and it's not <laughs> and it was just um, a bike though brie it was a bike. a bike it's a bike <laughs> um yeah man and uh you need see. a pastor <laughs> yeah for like a jesus holy water Keep going, keep just going. The, holy the last person right, wanted to oh. train, they got a rain today. They got like 10 gears, just so you know. Right, you gotta stop. You gotta <laughs> stop. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Be careful. Be no. careful what you ask for. No. 
Anyway, um, Robert. I don't know where this is going. Anyway, Moon Man Moves Monday is uh, on Instagram Live. Follow me at EZLMoon underscore. That's on IG. That is also on Twitter. And you can also find me um, doing my interviews on Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays on uh, oh, Instagram Live at yes. 8, 8 p.m. EST. And uh, you'll catch me here on Mondays at 8.45 p.m. EST. Tell about YouTube. Oh, yeah. And my YouTube updated every week at the same time. But my guy, my editor, RG, man, big shouts out to this man, y'all. He, he keeps going. Like, I love him. I love us. I love everybody. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of love. It's a lot of love. It's a lot of love. Join the Nation of Mooners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll go. <laughs> I think, yeah. Okay, Mike, you're up. Yeah, I'll be up. What's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you could definitely follow me. I am one Mike. You could definitely follow me on Instagram as uh, I am underscore one Mike. That's the numeral one M I C. Um, you can catch me on Sundays at 5 p.m. I host a show with my daughter called Aya and Me. It's just a show we talk about life through the lens of a seven year old. You can also catch that on YouTube, also created by RG. Um, as my engineer, developer, and all that great stuff. So big shout out to RG on that. Um, you can follow me on. I'm on everything, man. Yeah. I'm on. Uh, let's lead off with Black Planet. Yes, <laughs> you always forget Black Planet. This is true. <laughs> lead off with that. You can catch me on Clubhouse. You can catch me on Facebook. It's just Mike Johnson. Um, also, I got some great things coming up. I'm, those that don't know, I do poetry, so that's starting to uh, build back up again. So I'll be performing soon. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's, Let me know. Oh yeah, I definitely will. Um, that's 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 all I got. Uh, oh wait, let me say this. Let me don't don't take me down yet. <laughs> I am. This show was amazing. I got so much inspiration, so many great words, and. Um, so much, so many ideas to to go into coaching because that is something I definitely want to do. I've been coached by my father. I also been coached by so many different people. I've had women coaches that that were just as tough on me as my father. So it was it was hell for me at coming up playing <laughs> basketball. Mm-hmm. But I loved every moment of it, and I want to be able to pass that down to everybody. You know, the kids that that are up and coming want to play sports as well. So okay, good job, Mike. All right. And I'm going to go next. I'll let RG close out the show. Um, So I am your girl, Simply Bree. I am creator of He Said. What? I'm sorry, I started too Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at underscore simply Brie underscore. I am on everything, so just look for that. Um, catch me tomorrow on He Said What, starting at 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, yeah, just know that there's a lot of great shows that we're going to be releasing in January of 2022. So you guys want to stay locked, and RG is going to let you know how after he tells you about who he is, and how you can follow him. You ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to gussy up. That's the guy with the championship belt over there. That is right. Um, A lot of people don't know I'm a WWE fan. How can you tell? (laughs) Yeah, you got the belt. I I don't know, sir. Hmm. 
But I am um I'm Royal Games. I am the leader of a game gaming channel called Forty and Still Gaming. Um, that's my website minus the end. It's fortystillgaming.com. Um, me and my kids pretty much do retro games, and I've pretty much made this channel in a website so I can keep up with my kids because they were in the gaming, and so am I. Um, you can always catch us on Instagram under our games I also work with Bree Ezel. I do a little bit of video editing. I'm kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do appreciate the opportunities to talk to you guys, the guest hosts, and all my friends. Because this is like the best time of the week for me is hanging out with my friends. I know. So, Mondays, though. I know. Oh, Mondays. Yeah. Mondays. Yeah. All days. You know, it, right? <laughs> start your week. Exactly. Amen. Amen. You finally give me a reason to make Mondays care. So I do appreciate <laughs> such such a great accomplishment. Um, other than that, let's do a show rundown for the week. Um, actually, our fun and madness actually starts on Sunday with P's intuition. Our sister P pretty much reads tarot cards and gives you a fortune. It's a really fun, interesting show. She gets a lot of people who are very colorful. I won't call them wackadoos, but if you ever sat next to wackadoos, they'd be right there with them. But we love them anyway. Yeah. So then on Monday, you come chill out with us. This is Simply Sports with One Mike and RG. We have lovely guests. We have our non sports reporting, Man of Mystery, International, Wedding Crashing, Unicorn Hunting, Dinosaur Killing, Man of Mystery, Isa Moon. (laughs) That's always on the show with us. And he brings the intelligence because he is our PhD, the smartest guy in the room. So I thank you, sir, for being the smart person. Bruh. I appreciate you for bringing some type of intelligence to this show that we call a train wreck. I do yeah. appreciate you, sir. I'm right. tired of train references. <laughs> <laughs> no! Yo! you supposed to let it ride, man. You're supposed to let the joke ride. Oh, oh my goodness. I, I, look, I did it again, didn't I? You're supposed to let the joke ride, player. Oh, Oops. my goodness. Is this like bringing a top? Oh, my bad. Okay, yes. go ahead. Yeah, we're gonna stand up on that topic later. If you okay. really know. So um yeah. <laughs> That's so horrible. Dallas right. Cowboys losing 20 to, I mean winning 20 to 7. Sweet. Ooh, okay. On, good. on Tuesday, we have Bree Signature Show, which is the he said what show what? was simply I'm sorry, no, he said sorry. What? with our host and leader, fearless stand-up person, simply Bree. She is helping to fix relationships. And then on Wednesday, we have She Said What, because it's a guy show. And um, our brother, Alan Newman Jr., comes on and helps to bridge the gap in relationships from the female to male perspective. I'm going to get that right? That's right. cool. So we pretty much give you four days a week where we're going to make you laugh, tell your future, and fix your love life. And then we give you Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to apply all the things that we've done. Yes. And travel on the train if you need be. Um, but other than that, everything else, I can help it. Oh, also, advertise here at info at he said what network.com. We are the perfect venue for you to advertise your business, and we will help you get the word out there. Yes. Yes, we will. Uh, what's the next what's next we stop it? So let me first take you down. Woo-hoo! And then I will bring up next week's topic because that's going to be a really good one, too. Competitive sports can teach us a lot about life. Mm. Teach you a lot about mm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, if you're losing and then you want to fight, you're going to get benched. Not oh, don't invite Prada. Remember, they threw rocks at the bus, though. So don't invite oh, Prada. Oh, yeah, Prada. We've had this guest. 
Is a coach we had this. That means you, can, you can fight for free. Some of them coach you. You killing RG over there. Sorry. <laughs> We had this guest, and he said every time they team lost, they would go outside and rock the opponent's school bus and throw rocks at the windows. Mm. And it was the most hilarious thing ever. Like, because he was that serious. We yeah. thought he was joking, but he this was. was a, wasn't it like a middle school? Yeah, it was yes. middle school at like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, crazy. like, how do you rock a school bus? They needed better coaching. I mean, not just throwing rocks. They were <laughs> rocking the school bus. They've been terrified. I think they were. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I thank everybody for coming on once again. Thank you guys for you. shedding your words of wisdom, for giving us enlightenment on coaching and how it influences students, how it can play a role with adults, you know, parents, and even just benching, knowing that you're not getting benched because you suck or because you're a fighter. There's more thought in in instruction behind that. And sometimes it can save your career or your ACL in that case. (laughs) Call back. Call back. Call back. So um, with that being said, thank you all once again. And uh, thank Thank you to all of our viewers. Thank you for the comments. And uh, we'll see you guys again on next Monday. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, okay, take that screen off, Moses. Hold on, guys. Okay, there we go. Woo. Oh, man. That, right. that was fun, amazing. Fun, fun, fun. You know yeah. what's still, still alive, bro? Yeah, that was exciting. You know what's still alive, bro? Oh! Am I supposed to be in here? Oh, I was just about to start. That was still alive, bro.